My name is Rufilo Sekhoi, and you're listening to The Breakthrough Sessions, a podcast for students created by a student. Because when you're in a bind, who better to assist than someone who's walked in your shoes? I am a movement, and I invite you. Whether you feel lost, broken, or pretty cool, all are invited, but there's a lot to do. So grab a drink and settle in. Let me help you find your breakthrough. Rejection is neither an indication of value or talent. Remember that. If you believe in what you have to offer, then don't stop offering it simply because some of those situations that you offer it to rejected. Many people are simply not very good at recognizing talent or value. It doesn't mean you won't eventually find an audience at will. Quote by Zero Dean. Welcome to this episode, everybody. I'm so delighted that you could dedicate time out of your day to listen to this episode, all with the intention of doing the work that you may need to help you find your breakthrough. So this episode is a hard one for me, mainly because I had to come face to face with my own struggle and give myself the grace to deal with it and work hard to come out of it stronger than I'd been before. In February, I had the opportunity to go to America, but I didn't get chosen. But that defeat would later go on to unlock many emotions that I had to work on that deals with rejection. And you're about to listen to a piece of that. This episode is different because I actually made a recording of what happened one day after it happened. That's right, you're about to listen to a recording I made five months ago, pre-corona, when life was totally different. I decided to record this when it happened because I wanted to look back on my past and determine whether I actually grew from that experience so that I can gather lessons that I can hopefully share with those who need it the most. When I recorded it, I kept telling myself, Your future self will thank you for this. And lo and behold, I'm actually grateful that I did it. Since then, literally everything has changed. And it's so cool to me to know that I have this piece of me forever ingrained in my podcast of a time before the world changed forever. I also recorded a second part recently addressing pre-corona Fifi to share how listening to her made me feel and also how I've turned out since then. That recording is going to follow after the first one. You know, I'd been sitting on this episode for a while until I felt ready to share my truth. And now I feel like I am ready. So, here are the two recordings. The first one shot pre-corona and the second one shot quite recently, commenting on the first recording. Please listen to both these recordings with an open mind and an open heart. And I hope that this episode can offer you some clarity whatever you may be going through. Here is a piece of my breakthrough journey. You ever felt like, okay, you embark on a new opportunity, you research on it, check the criteria, you realize that you qualify for it, and you decide to apply. You apply, application goes well, you make it past the first stage. You qualify to the second step, second stage, you go through that, you make it to the third, fourth, make it to the second last stage or the last stage, then you get knocked out. You don't make it, 
you don't win the task you don't accomplish the opportunity you don't get it it just doesn't belong to you it goes to somebody else and the feeling you get behind that of i was so close so close and yet i didn't get it and how that can make you feel guys i'm starting to realize i'm starting to feel like that is my natural setting right now okay a little bit of backstory so I recently entered this opportunity at school. It's a great opportunity to go overseas. And I don't know, man. Something within me just told me to apply. So I normally just get these inklings on whether I should do something big or not. And I kind of listen to the universe, listen to the higher power and see what it tells me to do. And I move in that direction. So something about this opportunity just told me to apply. So fine, we had to compose an essay about why you wanted to do why you wanted to be chosen and fine i go through the essay i fill it in type it up um, and email it to the department and i qualify to the second round great fantastic now i have to compose a presentation to deliver within 24 hours mind you and it needs to come with powerpoint and it should wow the decision panel did that on my birthday might i add <laughs> super exhausted i was writing that day as well so i was juggling both went in gave the presentation of my life and i thought i killed it you know you walk out yeah man that was great you know the the panel was laughing with me i answered the interview question well like come on i've got it got it in the bag but obviously you don't want to hype yourself up too much about it you don't want to overthink it you know you are still writing later on so you just send a prayer up to god close that chapter move on and hope for the best and then the results come out you've got the email you check it and i didn't get it i was so so defeated i was just so devastated because you know i it's it's, it's been the same tune for for as long as i can remember where i make it past the first round i make it past the second round i get to the last round and give it my all and i don't get it and it's just like sis you were so close but you weren't close enough you were so good but you're not good enough you know and it's just the same tune every single time and it, it almost takes a piece of you you know it eats away at your heart and because you think it's just one opportunity you you replace the hurt you replace the pain with a different opportunity you're like okay that's not meant for me keep it pushing apply for another opportunity keep on applying keep on applying keep on applying and the same thing happens over and over and over again you decide to do things differently you switch up your cv you have a you compile a one-page cv you start to participate in other opportunities uh that will look good on your cv that will look good for that will improve and boost your transcript and you just do a lot of extracurriculars hoping that that will help and you apply again and again and again and it's the same thing over and over again for me i feel like okay so because i'm an all i'm an all or nothing kind of person i pour my heart out into what i'm doing if it's if i'm passionate about it and i go full in and i give my all 150 percent you know because i'm passionate about it so knowing that you know i've put my blood sweat and tears into it i'm not saying that you know automatically i should be chosen but it just hurts a lot more to have to go through phase after phase after phase after phase and then get kicked out in the last round. 
because you constantly get reminded of sis you're good but you're not good enough and it's exhausting so let me tell you what i did or what i've been doing in this moment because i'm still stuck in it i'm still confused i'm still super frustrated this opportunity was an opportunity of a lifetime and i literally just got the outcome yesterday and i, I was amazed i fell apart uh, broke down because i was so tired because guys i had been applying at this point for probably over 120 opportunities over the last two and a half years and almost nothing has come from that I've applied for over 70 bursaries. I've applied for, at this point, over 45 work applications. And they've all been rejected. I've been getting sometimes up to three rejections a week. Every single week for the last six months. And yesterday, I, I just broke down. I just reached this last part where I just could not, I could not push through anymore. I could not replace the pain with another opportunity i was just so tired i was just so defeated so frustrated so i've just been doing some soul searching it's only been a day um trying to figure out why is this happening i've, I've always been an underdog and i'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to this i've never been chosen first uh, i've always had to fight for my dreams I always had to put in a lot more effort than those who have effort almost come to them. It's natural to them. I always had to push a little bit harder to stand out. And maybe some of you guys might be thinking, ha, you, girl. Even the ones, those of you who know me personally, you're like, ha, you, I don't see it. But it's because I put on this persona where I make it look like I'm okay 24-7 and, you know, nothing can faze me. It's just another stepping stone. I'll get through it. And odds are, 9 out of 10 times, I do. But also, although this whole push-through, never-give-up mentality, persevere mentality is so great, there's also something beautiful, something so beautiful about being stuck in the moment of like having to address the pain head-on and realize that, you know what? Maybe what I'm doing, replacing the pain with an opportunity... Is, is might not be the right way to go through with something might not be the right way to overcome something so this whole mentality of power through don't cry through it or take a minute and then push through as much as it can be inspiring and help you to overcome something it might not necessarily help you to deal with the emotions of it all so that's just what i've been thinking about that maybe i actually need to address the pain that I'm feeling head on, the pain of being, of getting rejection letter after rejection letter after rejection letter and maybe just actually deal with it, deal with the emotions, live in it for a minute and then work on myself, heal through it and push through. Because like I mentioned before, guys, it's been over 120 opportunities over the last two and a half years and nothing's been, nothing, almost nothing's been working. So I have a motto of Excelsior meaning that ever upward looking for a silver lining in any type of hardship that you go through i do not know where that silver lining is but i'm just gonna allow myself to feel the pain feel the sadness the devastation the anger the frustration of oh my gosh i've been giving it my all but it's not enough why is it not enough why is it the same tune every single time 
and figure things out. I wanted to record this episode right now today, uh, on the 22nd of February, a day after I felt all the pain and the devastation that I felt from not getting this opportunity. Because I wanted to stay true to the reason why I started this podcast to just explain to you guys that I go through stuff too and it's going to take me a minute to overcome it it's going to take me a minute to deal through to get through it but also I know that there are others out there you know underdogs like myself who might not be feeling seen right now and just to help you realize that I see you you're not alone and we'll get through this together it's gonna take some time but let's allow ourselves the respect and the dignity to just get through it but also just to deal with it deal with the emotions and the pain so i'm gonna do the hard work of working on myself and listening opening my ears to try and realize why this hasn't been happening for me because i don't even think it's about the technicalities anymore of having a great fantastic cv or being exposed to a lot of extracurriculars and um, having such a being such a multi passionate person and allowing that to sort of speak for me, maybe I'm just not ready. Maybe the environment isn't ready. I I I could be feeling ready and have been feeling ready, guys. Like I really have just been feeling like, oh my gosh, I need this bursary. Oh my gosh, I need this part time job. Oh my gosh, I would love to go overseas, you know, and pouring my heart into it. And maybe although I'm ready the environment might not be ready for me and it's a hard pill to swallow but i'm willing to accept that and do the best that i can working on myself and hopefully the doors that are meant to open for me will open that's what i'm gonna do and i hope that you can also think about it from that perspective whoever you are the part the art of power through might not be something that you need to Sorry, it's raining in the background, but the art of powering through might not be something that you need to go, th- need to accept right now. But allow yourself to just sit in the pain, sit in the sadness, the frustration, the anger, and everything else in between, and allow yourself to feel it. Feel the pain. Let it in. Don't suppress it. Don't replace it with anything else. Don't substitute it. Allow yourself to feel it. And once you're ready, And you will know when you're ready. Only you can determine that. Once you're ready, open your ears and allow yourself the opportunity to listen to the higher higher purpose, the higher voice, the universe, God, whoever you give that energy to. And what will come to you, what is meant for you will come to you. I'm going to take that advice as well. But like I said, you're not alone. We'll get through this together. And I'm holding my head high. I'm going to try to hold my head high up for you guys as well. So let's support each other. Let's create a community. Not only of people who will get through it. But people who will also deal with their emotions head on. And work through it. It's painful. It's painful. But we'll get through it. I just wanted to share that insight with you. While I'm still in it. And let you know that. It hurts. It sucks. It's super painful. But. I'm prepared to do the work within myself to get through it. We got this. We'll get through it. You are seen. You are loved. 
you are enough. I am seen. I am loved. And I am enough. Thank you for listening. Okay. Wow. <laughs> First of all, that recording brought me back. Wow. I can't even fathom how... Just how much time has passed since then and how I've had to come to terms with a lot, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's um, knowing that I was not even knee-deep, but like shoulder-deep in um, being and feeling very disheartened and emotional. And uh, just taking me back to that time and that space word like my tone was also just so somber and sad and gloomy <laughs> it was yeah just i could tell in my own voice that i was feeling very very down and i mean it didn't help that it was raining in the background <laughs> but i mean even then it's yeah i think I've, I've come quite a long way and it's only really been five months um, also just thinking about the multiple rejections, feels like forever ago really, and uh, can't even, like I forgot that, you know, there was a time when I was going week in and week out, getting two to three rejections a week, so just hearing it again, I was like, oh, yeah, no, that was a, that was a hard time. And also thinking about people who are still out there, still going through that, is devastating um also just to add on to the facade thing i don't think i explained myself well <laughs> um i think i was in a space where i didn't want to talk about it and so i was avoiding almost i was avoiding any chance that i had like not to talk about it so it almost felt like if i don't talk about it then it like didn't happen which obviously what inside its worst um sometimes it helps to talk things out i think i just didn't feel ready enough to do so and i was just thrown off i just didn't know a way forward especially when the multiple rejections were pouring in so i also realized while i was listening to the recording again that i replaced the pain from rejections with distractions and those distractions were more opportunities um, more opportunities for jobs and bursaries um, and I took that I went into that new um, opportunity with the negativity of the old opportunities that I didn't get so it's almost like the negativity trickled down to the new jobs which once again was because I really worked hard to avoid all the the pain from the rejections which became unhealthy so yeah it was it was quite it was quite something just really made me realize now that i'm out of it well, for the most part i think i'm out of it <laughs> but now that i'm coming out of it um it really just makes me think that i actually was replacing the one rejection with another rejection or with a potential another rejection i didn't allow myself to process the rejection um it's almost like i didn't feel like i had time to or i didn't just want to process it or i just couldn't come to terms with 
rejection after rejection after rejection because I just didn't know how I got to that point, you know. So yeah, I really had to just stop. I had to stop everything um, and take a beat. I really had to come to terms with how negative this space had become and I had to really address it. And I didn't think just moving on or shedding a tear here and there and then like accepting it was enough. I really felt like for that particular heartache, I had to really sit in the emotions and address it, um, unpack it, peel back the layers and try and build anew and figure things out from a different standpoint. So I did that. I removed things that I used as distractions. I completely stopped applying for work anniversaries. I know for me it's a bit of a luxury because I'm in varsity. I'm still supported by my parents. Obviously, it's not something that you can do if you're um, out there in the world living on your own and you need to pay your bills. So I guess that was a luxury that I still had, still have. I stopped applying for work and bursaries like abruptly. I actually had a plan that, especially with the bursaries front, that if I don't get any bursaries by um, the end of March, then I'm going to stop applying because from the April phase, um, those bursaries are, more, are normally more for the next year. So you apply this year for the next year. So um, I just felt like it would not be pointless, but it just I would have ran out of opportunities. So... Yeah, I, I ended up stopping a month earlier. I was just like, I'm, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to be able to do this again. I just need to, to take a minute. So yeah, I completely stopped. I also deactivated and disabled my emails from my phone for a while. I felt like it became a trigger. Even if it was emails from school-related things, it still became a trigger that would remind me of that last big opportunity that I thought I had but didn't quite get. So I had to remove it from my phone. I just felt like I'd rather take a look at my notifications voluntarily instead of having it like disrupt my life every time a notification comes in and then just triggers back to that same situation. So I removed triggers like that. Any type of no notifications that just made me feel very um, emotional, I removed it from my phone in any type of platform that it came in, an app, an email, platform, whatever it was. I just removed it from my phone for a while. And that while is actually still ongoing because <laughs> I'm sitting in July and I still haven't activated it on my phone. I don't know. I just feel like, uh, not that I'm better off without it. I just don't want to be shocked into checking my phone every few, t every few times that I get a notification every single day. I'd rather just prepare myself for whatever notification I'm going to get and then go and check it with my own free will. So yeah, I'm still chilling. <laughs> I'm still I'm still okay without it. Um, and now that we're at home because of the lockdown, I'm able to check my emails whenever I can because I'm at home most of the time. So I can just check my emails. And then also I still have um, group chats, uh, academic group chats that I can obviously refer to. Uh, what else? I, I really learned to develop gratitude towards what I did have um, and focus on that. I mean, throughout that whole experience, I did actually get a job uh, as a tutor, literally in that same week, which, actually thinking about the recording again, I didn't mention it in the recording, and I didn't mention it because I think I was so overwhelmed by the negativity. 
that like it cancelled out almost the job opportunity I did get before. It's actually quite sad to think that I didn't really think it was that important to mention because I was just so overwhelmed by all the negativity I'd gotten before that. I learned to have gratitude towards my new job as a tutor and the students that I would hopefully mold and help to improve their academics. So I wish I could have realized back then. And also one thing that I think made it worse was, you know, all of this happened really around my birthday because my birthday is the 20th of February. Um, 20th of February, I did the presentation. 21st, I got the rejection letter. Um, February the 22nd, I recorded that uh, session. So I think also the emotions of the negativity also really clouded my birthday. And it was a good birthday. You know, it was one of those last opportunities that we had to go outside. Um, but I think it's it's also a bit tainted because of that. So I think there's still going to be a little bit of pain future around that, but I'm not going to let it get to me for my next birthdays to come. And eventually there's going to be a point in time where I wake up one day and this is going to be a distant memory in my past, honestly. I think I just need to give myself time and grace to fully um, get through it. Um, yeah, I also had to really realize that life works in a series of ups and downs. And that what I was going through back then, it was just a season. It was genuinely a season. I had to really go through it. And in the moment, I can't even tell you why. But now, um, in hindsight, it was just something that built me to make me stronger. And to prepare me for my next opportunities. Because honestly, guys, like, I found my silver lining. And it was a silver lining that I think I already knew for a while. It's just I had forgotten. I had to remember that what is yours will be yours. No matter what. The universe works in, in ways to make sure that whatever comes to you will come to you. It just goes to show that those opportunities, the many opportunities that I didn't get, were preparing me for the one big opportunity that I would get. I couldn't see it back then because we almost always want everything to work our way, especially if we feel like we feel like we did everything that we could do to get those opportunities and we still didn't get them. I had to remind myself that, you know what, what will what is yours will be yours. And I knew this and I forgot. So I had to claim back that belief and fight hard for it. And true to form, the universe opened up in, in ways that I didn't expect. Literally a week later, I started the process on what would become my next journey. And it was a journey where I did not expect it at all. It was something that fell into my lap so effortlessly. Even when I was going through um, the different phases of the opportunity because it was a job opportunity for graduate program for next year and I remember going through at least the first two of those stages there were four stages in total just feeling like so out of it because I just was just so defeated from everything that had happened before then and even when I wasn't at my best they still saw me and I think that's what made it so incredible I managed to get that opportunity um, signed with PwC doing my internal audit um, graduate program with them for the next three years, starting 2021. And I'm incredibly, incredibly mind-blown because I was in a space where I really did not feel deserving of anything and I didn't feel like I deserved to be seen. They saw me 
And even when I went through the stages and I didn't feel like I deserved it, they still saw me. <laughs> so I think it was really one of those, what is yours will be yours. And it worked out. So I'm just incredibly proud of that opportunity and how um, it brought me to who I am now. And I'm just so relieved that things are slowly working out for my good. And I mean, a month later, I launched um, the Breakthrough Projects, TBP. And it's been five months since. And it's been five months of recordings and um, helping people and interviewing people and providing lessons and, you know, getting really good feedback from people. And honestly, it did hurt, but I really don't regret it. I really want to live in a world where I have minimal to no regrets. And I really don't regret what it put me through. At the end, we all have to realize that we are bigger than our own rejections and our hardships and our struggles. For you out there who are still going through a space or a season where you feel like everything is just against you, you have to just remember that you will get through your hardships. Sometimes you just got to sit in them, feel them, and allow them to show you what it needs to show you. It's incredibly painful, and you'll probably come out of a much different person, but it will be worth it in the end. You just have to keep pushing. I'm not saying that I've totally recovered from everything that I've been through. I think it's something that I'll carry with me always. But it does prepare you for your next journey and makes you stronger in your next journey. And helps you to just be a better version of yourself. Try to really see it from that standpoint and allow it to do the work that it needs to do within you. I really do hope that if you are um, struggling through whatever you're struggling through, that this episode can help you, that this whole podcast series can help you to find your breakthrough. I think my breakthrough is coming in bits and pieces. It's not like an instant moment where I woke up and no, I was a totally new person. I still do have my ups and downs and some days are better than others. But honestly, it's just a constant period of acknowledging that, you know, what is for me will be for me. Whatever will happen, will happen. Be open-minded and allow the universe and the world to open up in ways that you can't even imagine. Trust the process and hope that it will pay off in the end. Because it has to. You didn't come this far just to get this far. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned some great insights and lessons that you can apply to your life. Please subscribe to this podcast, rate and review this episode. And do follow the Breakthrough Projects on Instagram and Facebook. For any queries or potential topic requests, please send me an email on queries.breakthrough at gmail.com. Or feel free to hit me up on my socials and I'll be sure to get back to you swiftly. Thank you once again. Until next time. This is Rufilwe signing out. Goodbye for now.